Welcome back to the Saw's Butcher Shop Butcher Crew. It's your girl, your master butcher, the Saw. And welcome back to the Saw's Electric Chair, where I put my guests in the hot seat. Today, I have with me Primordial Tides from Asheville. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. It is good to be here. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. So, introduce yourselves to the Butcher Crew. Uh, I'm Reese. I play uh, guitar. I'm Scott. I play guitar. I'm Nick, and I play the piccolo flute. No, I'm kidding. I'm playing the drums. Sick. So the first question I want to start off with is a simple one. You know, it's what I start off all my interviews with is how did you guys get into metal? You want to start this one off? Take it away. Yeah, you got it. You got it, DJ. I got into metal for probably Avenged Sevenfold, mm-hmm. early Avenged Sevenfold, like City of Evil, and early Deftones. That. How did you find Avenged Sevenfold? Oh, my. Probably my older sisters. Oh, it's cool. The best influences I had growing up. So, yeah, that's what I. That's what I. That's how I got in the metal. My both of my brothers were in local bands growing up, and I just heard them playing because one of my brothers played the drums, the other one played the guitar, and they would play songs. I'd be like, "Hey, I know that song." So that's pretty sick. Um. Well, growing up, you know, rock and roll was always around the house. Aerosmith, Van Halen, Guns N' Roses, all that kind of shit. And uh, it was like seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, I found Metallica, you know, and Justice for All, the Black Album. And af- after that, it was just you know, it was Slayer came after that, Cannibal Corpse, Lamb of God, As I Lay Dying, all those kind of guys. Avenged Sevenfold, yeah. Nice. Uh, I would say for me, early on, I was put on to like Lamb of God. Like being from Virginia, they were like a really big deal in Virginia. So I'd say Lamb of God and. Uh, like Opeth when I was really young too, kind of, kind of shaped me. <laughs> so when you guys first heard metal, what attracted you to this realm of music? Double bass. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the shred. The yeah, riffs. the shred, the guitar, <laughs> the riff. Yeah, the man. Riffing. There's just something about it. So is that what attracted like you two to start playing guitar? Oh yeah. Yeah, honestly, like Kirk Hammett, like yeah. Eddie Van Halen, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. ripping that, like, just the sound of it is just yeah. something to it, like electric guitar, which is Dude. always cool. First time I heard Eruption. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> blew my mind, man. So did you learn from just, like, practicing these songs that you grew up listening to, or did you, like, watch videos? Like, how did you learn how to shred? Yeah, like, watch live videos of guys that are insane. Yeah. <laughs> and just... You know, just take what you will. It was a little bit of that, and I took uh, private lessons when I was, like, 11 mm-hmm. until about, you know, high school. But it wasn't until, like, recently where I started really practicing on my own, like, mm-hmm. the techniques that I was learning in my lessons and, like, learning the theory behind it all. That's cool. And my drummer over here, how did you get into <laughs> playing the drums? Oh, probably, well, as my oldest sister had a drum set, so I just kind of gravitated towards that and then... Just find like metal and then just really started learning the songs that I loved and just, just that's how I got into it. That's man. so cool. I wish I wish I had a musical talent. I, I can't even like rub my like head or pat my stomach. <laughs> I can't do that at the same time. I can never do it. So did you guys know that you wanted to like be in a band growing up or was this just something that was like, oh, this is fun. I want to do it. This would be a good time. 
Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. I want to make That's this definitely. a career since I started when I was like seven. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just play guitar and make money somehow. <laughs> that yeah. is. Oh, that's so cool. So was it you guys like saw live bands and you're like, this is what I want to do. This is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I love was, playing live. So. Yeah. It was like when I was a kid, my parents let me watch YouTube and my dad would show me ACDC and Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and Guns N' Roses and shit. I was like, oh, that is so cool man oh yeah you gotta do that live shows have like a different experience to yeah it. Really, it really yeah. does so what was the first live show you ever saw oh my God. I-, I told you i asked some hot questions van halen you saw van halen yeah they came through to greensboro in 2012 cool and the gang fucking opened it was amazing <laughs> awesome that's a that's a uh, random but good dude <laughs> <laughs> My first was uh, Ricky Skaggs. He's a bluegrass player. Oh, but, sick. Yeah. That was like my first concert. Yeah. Bluegrass was, is pretty entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna bluegrass. lie. Banjo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they worth like, it. Banjo Shred is very, very cool. <laughs> Mine was probably, um, well, the biggest show I ever went to was like the Deftones. Mm. It was really nice. Um, they was with Rise Against. And um, I can't remember who else was there, but it was a really good show. Are you going to go to Epicenter to see Deftones? I want to. I really want to. (laughs) You guys are like, (laughs) yeah, for sure. I'm going to see Metallica. Yeah, two two nights in a row. Never seen them before, and now I'm going to get to see them twice. I've seen three of the big four, so that's my last one. Oh, sick. I kind of like that it's the last one, but also I just... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm impressed. Well, y'all are going to hate me because I've seen all the big four. Oh, nice. Mm. I've seen Metallica twice. You're in for a treat. (laughs) Okay, y'all are in for a treat. Now, they won't play a lot of stuff off of... Well, what's your favorite Metallica record? Hmm. I go, I go mm. ride the lightning. Okay, that's such a hard question. Yeah. It, depen- it depends on who same. the bass player is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, well, it's like they have a. I remember I read something where they have a hard time playing stuff off of Master of Puppets and off yeah. of And Injustice for All because my favorite song is And Injustice for All. God, and yeah. they didn't play it, and I was very upset. Mm. But they yeah. played Sad but True, so yeah. I'll let it slide. So when you do live shows, a lot of the bands have alter egos would you say that when you guys perform does another personality come out do you have an alter ego when you perform it's kind of like like lighting a fire kind of thing like you're just like you're just on you're just ready to just have fun hope everybody around you is feeling Mm -hmm. that same energy it's kind of like putting out that energy kind of thing kind of slightly like alter ego i guess yeah it's more or less like a place you go to when you're on stage and playing live versus like you know different personality like at least for yeah. myself speaking mm-hmm. you know it's like you know happy place quote unquote <laughs> yeah, just trying to focus man yeah. <laughs> trying to just trying, trying to bang them drums dj legs you got more legs to worry about <laughs> yeah, i got a lot to I like going on so yeah you it's do kill it though so how did primordial tides come to be i met him at guitar camp <laughs> A long time ago. Yeah, I met Reese at Guitar Camp a long, long time ago. Um, and We played through the Megadeth and the Metallica. Yeah. AC, all that. Yeah. Guns N' Roses. Guns, oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, then I was in a band he was in for, like, what, one practice? Yeah, a Some little bit, like a little that. bit. Then uh, we reconnected when I was, like, a senior in high school, and uh, I joined his band, Sea Obsidian, and left that. Yeah. Years later fucking hook up again start pt 
this guy. Watch <laughs> you guys on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Put on Nick on Facebook, Facebook post. Sent a sent a drum video over, and uh, it was it was love at first sight. <laughs> wasn't we went to go wasn't hang it out of practice. the first demo too? Yeah, like the yeah. first demo, yeah. Uh, Deceiver. Yeah, it was like a really old. <laughs> it really was. Old demo. Thank God for Facebook. Yeah, yeah, for real. Facebook works. So how did you how did you guys get the name Primordial Tides? Mm. Oh, go that's for Sticky Stanley. Sticky Stanley. That's Father Franklin. So and Father, Father Franklin. Franklin. It's like the tides is like think of it as like tides of energy, and then primordial is just like since the beginning of time. So it's like just that energy source, honestly, that you could tap into, and you could call it whatever. But it's like it helps you through whatever, and like that's what kind of we try to like kind of achieve when we're playing, like just that happy place kind of kind of feel to it. So. Oh, yeah, it's I, like the primordial tides of energy. It's like it's that yeah. wave. It's just it's good. It's yeah, good. I I can I can hear that in y'all's music where it's like all the tracks that I've played and that I've listened to. It has it's great by the way. It's awesome. I I, I, I love y'all's music and it has that very upbeat vibe to it where it it's heavy but it's also a, a happy place. Yeah. You know, and I think that's I think that's really cool because a lot of people don't see metal being necessarily happy. Yeah. There's a lot of stigma and stereotype to it. So how do you guys feel about that stigma that is on metal? I mean, first of all, it's bullshit. <laughs> I think yeah, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, growing up, like, I listened to metal just because, like, you know, I didn't get along with a lot of people I went to school with. And it was like, I wanted to play guitar. Didn't want to play sports. So that was the only thing that made sense. I didn't give a shit. It was angry. Yeah. It was fucking cool, you know? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's it for a lot of people. Just because... I like I listen to a lot of variety of music, but I always come back to metal simply because I can relate to it more. Yeah. yeah. In a way. And it's very I don't know what it is. It's just I I've had this conversation with multiple people where it's people go through shit. But yeah. sometimes, you know, you don't want to listen to country. <laughs> you don't want to listen to rap. Yeah. What what can help you? Metal. Yeah. So it's a lot of people use music in different ways. And I think even if someone doesn't like a particular type of music it doesn't mean that it doesn't help people yeah and it's stuff to it like, oh yeah oh, you just absolutely. had a rough day just go home and just get some blast beats in your ears you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah it's very Please, relaxing because a lot of people think that since it's so aggressive it makes people violent but i think it does the opposite effect yeah, yeah. it's so, like letting that aggression yeah, yeah. exactly now when i listen to hardcore it makes me want to flip a table but that <laughs> I mean, that that's a different story that's a happy aggression sometimes yeah. you need to flip a table Some, yeah, dude. i mean okay. sometimes table. you need to go new york pizza you'll see a table flip table. oh yeah Gosh. man i remember at the tavern it was the farewell show i think uh peacekeepers was playing fucking uh table thrown right in the pit. Somebody got fucking nailed. At the last Body Snatcher show, I just saw someone just throw a oh, table yeah. across and it just like clotheslined somebody. That's a rough day. For that person. Poor table, though. And that yeah, table. Yeah, poor yeah. table. Poor table. He's, he's that table didn't do anything. Oh, that, oh, he did nothing. He, didn't he did his job is what happened. He did his job. So how did you guys feel when you played your first show? Scared. Scared. <laughs> I was a little scared. Uh, yeah, like kind of excited. I was nervous. Yeah, it was yeah. fun though. It's a great show. Yeah, it was a good show. Their first show. What was the first show? It was at the tavern. Wasn't yeah, it was a tavern. Yeah, yeah, I think it was maybe. somewhere else tavern yeah. in Greensboro, and it, it was a good one. Um, I kind of like grew up going. Yeah, grew up going to a lot of shows there and like hanging out there, and Burley that used to run it was like 
really pretty awesome to me like let me play like when i was you know starting at like 13 and stuff but you know we played that show i think made to terraform was the one that asked if we wanted to play it with them actually uh yeah they were they were really good for a while they're they're pretty good friends but that was our first show and it was really really cool <laughs> it was that's awesome so what is your favorite thing about playing live shows oh mm. just jamming yeah, yeah man being yeah, up there with the boys there, yeah. you know it's fun man <laughs> and you know the crowd my friends like watching the crowd dance and all that oh yeah i bet like, that's very it, entertaining it's, it's great you know i like looking over and just like they're just locked in like <laughs> eyes closed just grooving and it's just like God. they just look so happy and it's just like i don't know Aww. it's nice that's <laughs> <laughs> it she's so sweet <laughs> the bromance i can feel the bromance Sticky Stanley. i love it Sticky Stanley. <laughs> So you guys at first from Primordial Tides, one of the first songs I played, you guys had a vocalist, and now you guys are an instrumental band. So how was that transition like? Uh, I mean, it it, it stemmed from just we couldn't find a vocalist that was willing to dedicate. Mm-hmm. You know, they just had so much other shit going on, and we just kind of said, "Fuck it, you know, yeah, let's let's yeah. do the instrumental thing, see what happens," and like think so far it's going pretty well oh yeah i think it's whenever i hear instrumental bands and i hear it in you guys it's the music can actually do the talking and it's you guys can have more intricacy you can do more things to it because all the focus is on the music so i think that's really really cool have you guys enjoyed being an instrumental band oh i love it yeah Yeah. we're we're getting better yeah it's definitely made me a lot (laughs) we're getting better at it for sure the first two were definitely not practice runs but you know the ep is going to be yeah, a little bit of step up. Oh yeah, that's but exciting. It's, it's fun stuff. Would you guys ever want a vocalist? Um, for like you know, for like maybe like a a little track. Yeah, a little you know, feature, we we definitely yeah, have like some some ideas in the future. Just but not not as a permanent. An idea. Member. You guys can just get local bands who are vocalists and just get them to just do like a thirty second snippet in a song. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. do like we a mic grab. Definitely had a discussion run. about that. Definitely. That'd be cool. It's definitely been talked about. So, what are you guys' influences in Primordial Tides? Oh. Uh, I know between me and Reese, the number one one is uh, Animals as Leaders, Tosin Abasi. Yeah, Tosin Abasi. He's, he's ridiculous. He's oh, yeah, he's great. Um, I'd say for me, it's also Chan is a really big influence. Bolivia, Mateo Sasato, Guthrie Gobin. Yeah, Pliny. Guthrie. Scale the Summit. Scale, Scale the, the Summit. summit mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> So, um, I'd say also Croesus, uh, and they're they've become yes. really good friends of yeah. mine. But mm-hmm. They're they're, they're so really good. killing it, and they're some of the nicest guys that make music. Yeah, yeah. love Croesus. Uh, also, Stellar Circuits, really nice guys, and they kill it, and they've been an influence for me. True, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, between the buried, and, yeah, <laughs> oh, between the buried. oh between yeah, the buried they're sick. Oh, yeah. They're really cool. Um, as far as like you know, guitar playing goes, you know, music, you know, everything from like. You know, metal, classical, jazz. Yeah. You oh, know, shout all, out John Coltrane. John Coltrane. <laughs> Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I love Vivaldi. I love Metallica. Um, Franz Liszt. Franz Liszt. Uh, Bach. Beethoven. Parliament. Oh, so you <laughs> have Parliament. you have yeah. a lot of different influences from different genres. It's it's very like Primus. Yeah. Primus. <laughs> Primus. Yes. So how do you with the like with the classical? How do you incorporate that with your guitar playing? Um, the sense of 
harmony and yeah, harmonic no choice. Structure. Yeah, sure. it's very cadential, you know. That's cool. I study whenever like I have to like study for a big exam. I play mm. like classical, and I'm just like Beethoven, repeat. Let's go. <laughs> That's super cool. So you brought up Animals as Leaders and Polyphia. Those are the two of like my favorite bands. Have you guys seen them live? I have not. Yeah, I've, no. seen, I've seen both of them live like a few times. Mm. Oh, that's cool. I've seen Animals as Leaders live. They went on tour with Vela Maya. Oh, yeah. And I remember I saw them, and I didn't know at first because I was really young. I didn't know they were an instrumental band. And when I saw them, I was just so blown away because I was like, is the vocalist ever gonna like come out and then when he did i was like oh and then i was like yo this is tight this is so that was like the first time like i ever like saw heard of it yeah. and i fucked with it it was pretty awesome Man. it was sick so you brought up one of the local bands crocist and i actually they came on the sauce butcher shop once and i interviewed a bunch of other local butchers so how would you explain the community and like the the, the metal scene and how it has like influenced you and impact you and just the community as a whole. I mean, it's a whole lot of really great people, super supportive community. I mean, they're passionate about the music, you know, people will really come out to shows, mm -hmm. local shows are, you know, I didn't used to go to local shows. I just didn't really know there was a scene around in Greensboro until I started primordial tides with, you know, Reese and DJ, Yeesh. these boys. <laughs> and, uh, I was really shocked because everybody was super supportive. The tavern was great. I played there a couple times with uh, Reese back in Sea Obsidian. I mean, I don't know. Couldn't ask for a better community. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of really good bands in North Carolina right now. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, really good. And around, you know, Georgia, Virginia, yeah. and South Carolina. Oh, and Florida. You know, just East Coast, but a East, lot of East NC. Coast, best coast. Yeah. That's how it East is. East Coast is killing it right now. But North yeah. Carolina specifically. Yeah. It has some of the best, like, local bands ever sure. i always have a hard time trying to pick bands to play because i'm just like can i just like play them all like yeah. i need like a three hour bone cruncher set so i can just play everybody <laughs> but that's sick 24 so 24 7. 7. <laughs> so with bringing in the community aspect and that you know there's so many great people in the community how has that helped you along the journey of being in the scene and also being in a local band I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely made me a better player and just everybody's super nice and just I love it man so yeah sports great makes yeah. you want to be a better player yeah yeah I think the community's like really cool how everyone helps one another and then it's yeah, like yeah. we put on benefit shows and it, it just shows that a community can really do a lot of impact oh, yeah. and stuff which I think is super cool especially with a metal scene because people wouldn't really expect it from us but it's you know, it's not what you think it is. It's right. just like a big family. Yeah. So I think that's super it's cool. It's a lot of support, like playing off of each other. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, been really the good. favorite local show you've played? Mm. Honestly, mm. it was a house show in Greensboro that we played, and it was uh, us, Discoveries, uh, East Viridian, yeah. Sideline, Nagelum, and Nagelum. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it was it was one more but it was it was uh, a really really cool packed out house show. oh i was yeah. at that yeah, yeah dude, i remember was that, that was the so floor fun. was shaking yeah. i remember it was that crazy i was like a, i was like in the living room and i couldn't even see the band and i was like getting punched and shit and i was <laughs> yeah. just like oh my it's god 
That was a good one. That was so much fun. Would you prefer house shows or venues? Ooh. I mean, they both offer yeah, different both environments, you know. Healthy mix. Yeah, like, <laughs> mix. yeah, like house there shows are great because that's definitely more of an intimate setting. You know, it's a lot easier to like you know talk to people, meet people, yeah, you know, like, yeah. hang out and all that. Definitely. But like, you know, stuff like the Blind Tiger and the Ram Cat, like that's just that's yeah. just awesome. Just all like, good. everybody. Put on your good yeah. coat and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get all nice and scrappy. You get up there with your guitar and your drums and you just play. That was awesome. <laughs> I love the accent you just put on. Uh, that's, I, uh, I can't. I can't do accents. That is a common thing with the three of us. I can yeah. do a good Stewie. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. don't make me do that. <laughs> you, oh, you don't have to. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> I'm just gonna start busting out laughing, and it's just gonna be us laughing. Uh, the podcast Jesus, is gonna be called "The Saw and Primordial Tides Laughing" for like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's what it's gonna be Here's called. <laughs> is Helen Hayes first lady of the stage once said? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that was like spot on. Thank you. I'm very impressed. So bringing up with plane shows and everything, if you could build a uh, like a set, like a tour package that you guys could play with, who would like the top bands be? Uh, Wait, lo- local or national, or can it be both? Whatever you want. Mm. This is your tour. And three or four. It can be any genre. How many? Like four? Anything. Give me your top three. Okay. Okay. Let's say with, with us, like three and then us. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Animals as leaders for sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, animals as leaders. Charm. Absolutely. Encrosis. Yes. Honorable mentions, maybe Rings of Saturn. <laughs> uh, between uh, the Buried and Me. Wormhole. Yeah. For sure. That'd be sick. Yeah. Definitely some of those. I would go see that show. Yeah. Not going to lie. I'd go see that show. That would be incredible. So, out of the bands that are your favorite and that you listen to, what, and I know you like brought up like Metallica and everything like that, what are the bands that if you, like, you won't get tired of seeing them live? Hmm. Uh, Thrice. Thrice. Thrice is really good live. <laughs> uh, White Chapel. Oh yeah! Thank you, They're White Chapel. Thank they you, so good dude. Bro. When we played with them at the Ramcat, that was the first time I ever saw them, and I lost my yeah. shit, dude. That was amazing. Yes. Oh, was that the one with uh, with Dying Fetus? Yeah, yeah. Dying yeah. Fetus, Revocation. Uh, wasn't Fallujah? Yeah. That, that oh. was like my show. That like was that, was that was that really was insane. Good. That was amazing. Either them or Chelsea Grin. Oh, Chelsea Grinnell yeah. was amazing. Yes. Now, with, really with, Tom? with Tom? With Tom. With Tom. With Tom. <laughs> There's no other question. Yeah, it's. I remember I've seen Whitechapel a dozen times, and I've seen Chelsea Grin. I've seen them with, with and without Tom. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I saw them with Tom, I was at the Blind Tiger, and they played Across the Earth, and I just like stood there in awe. I was like, <laughs> this it's, band. He has yeah, such a presence on stage. He really like, does. I don't, it's like, you know, it's that of, you know, like Freddie Mercury or some kind of shit. He's just like larger than life kind of human being up there oh, doing yeah. the shit that he does. One of my favorite frontmen is CJ from The Artist Murder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's He's, he's really <laughs> he's good. incredible. I remember the first time I saw The Artist Murder, I went to the Mayhem Fest mm-hmm. in D.C. Mainly I wanted to see King Diamond. But yeah, Whitechapel yes. and Thyra's Murder was playing. And Thyra's Murder came on first. And I've never seen him. I've heard of him. And CJ came out and he was running around. And he climbed up on a speaker and then jumped into the crowd while he's still singing. Yeah. And I was just like, that is a front man. That is metal. Fucking brutal, man. I That's love crazy. it. It's wild. 
He's a trooper. He really is. He's a great guy, too. He's a great guy. Yeah. It's like watching him perform, it's like he loses himself on stage Yeah. in a way. Would you explain that that's kind of how y'all's experience is? Is you just let the music play and that's how you interact with the crowd and with the people there? I mean, it's kind of like a high in a way. It's kind of like letting go of all the bullshit. Yeah. It's like you connect through that because it's like no matter what you're going through, everybody in that room is going through something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just... Like, we're Let all dealing with something chill. in our own lives, <laughs> yeah, and doesn't yeah. really fucking matter. Everybody deals with shit. But we're all here to enjoy music, and that's what's important. You yeah. Know? Would you say that other genres of music have that same impact? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. I think you can, find, you can find artists that are good with that in just about any genre. Yeah. Like, e- sure. every kind of music is inclusive. That's the entire purpose yeah. of mm-hmm. music, you know? Like, I have artists in... Pretty much every genre that like I can cry to and like really jam <laughs> yeah. out to. Like, yeah. I don't oh, want yeah. to, like for sure. Yeah, Twenty one Savage Ball without you always oh, will yeah. like be like, a absolutely or maybe be that some sad Celine song. Dion. I mean, you <laughs> never know. <laughs> you might just want to just belch it like you're like listening to Titanic. Yeah, like, sometimes you just gotta sit there and cry. Sometimes, <laughs> if I want to cry, I, I put on country. Oh it, really, it makes me cry, but that's always fun. So, out of the realm of metal, what are your favorite artists? Slightly Stupid. Oh, yeah. Revolution. Oh, yeah, a lot of reggae rock. A lot of reggae. Old Sublime. Yeah. Sublime, yeah. for sure. Expendables. That's what I am. Yeah, Ayaterra. Tribal Seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, jazz. DJ you know. loves Deftones. DJ <laughs> loves yeah. the Deftones. I do. Um, it's true. Yeah, a lot of John Coltrane. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's yeah. see, like, you know, like Earth, Wind, and Fire type shit. Yeah. Yo, Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire. I saw Dude, them in Canada. Okay. In Canada. Yeah, cool. I saw them in Canada. Funny story. I went into a casino because mm-hmm. in Canada you can be 19 and that's the legal age for like everything. And I went. Beer yeah, run. there you go. You, can go, you can go to Canada. Everything Canada. is legal. <laughs> so. I'll be right back. <laughs> that's our place. So we went. So I went to a casino. And I put in, I saw this Cleopatra slot machine. I was like, oh, sick. I got her on my arm. Like, let's mm-hmm. just like go to the slot machine. I won like $150. Wow. And I was talking to this dude who worked at the casino. And he was like, oh, yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire's playing. And I was like, yeah, I know, but it's sold out. And I was chit chat with him. I said, dude, I have 150 bucks. Can I just get two tickets for me and my mom? And he said, yeah. And I thought they're going to be like, you know, like really high up, like shitty seats. Mm-hmm. No, we were on the floor. Oh. <laughs> and then they had like, it wasn't like a pit, but they had these lines where you could stand there and be in front of the, like of the band. Mm-hmm. So me and my mom like used our mosh skills and just elbowed <laughs> everybody off our way. And I'm going to tell you, they damn jammed. Dude, they yeah, slapped. They, they still got they it. They are ridiculous. They still got it. I have a guilty pleasure for like seventies disco. Oh, so absolutely. like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Bee Gees. Are <laughs> Earth, like, Wind, and yeah. Fire, Bee Gees. I love uh, was Perfect. it Blue Swede? Yeah, you know, saw Hooked on a Feeling. Oh yeah, love that shit. Perfect. I love it. Yeah, I can't believe Earth, Wind, and Fire. Look at us. We're talking about all different types of music. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Just talking about music. Who would have thought us? Not us. me. Not me. So with talking about like artists and everything. Now build a tour package, but it can be artists from any genre. You gotta give me more than three. How many do you want? God, come on, Scott wants a festival. Scott. Yeah, yeah I want Scott a festival, man. Nah, just list them off, Scott. Okay. Nah, you got it. Three I gotta think about this. All right, I'll give you five. 
Okay, five non-metal. I would say... Uh, slightly stupid. Yeah, slightly stupid. And then... Let's put... Sublime. Oh, Victor Wooten. Sub- Sublime. Oh, Sublime. Victor Wooten on there? Yeah. Okay, so we got two more. Um, Snarky Puppy. Snarky Puppy, yeah. That would be tight. And... Um, let's do... Uh, I don't know, Claro's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty tight. Why don't you put Celine Dion on it? Celine Dion? Yo, that's Shakira. Shakira. DJ, what's Shakira? Shakira. My hips don't lie. Oh, baby. <laughs> I can see it. That'd be pretty good. You could just get Shakira and J-Lo to do their halftime show again. Yes. Okay. There we go. <laughs> we'll make millions. Done. Deal. We'll millions. Everybody wins. Or oh, Everybody Red wins. Hot Chili Peppers, though. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my yeah. God. When Ooh. they did their halftime show with Bruno Mars, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. when Bruno Mars started singing and give it away, I was like, this isn't. Like, all right, shut up, buddy. I was like, this isn't a Bruno Stop. Mars song. And then when Red Hot Chili Peppers came out, I was like, oh. Get out of here. So we bumping. <laughs> we just That's know you're bumping. So even though y'all listen to different genres, do, so do y'all go back to metal because it's what you can relate to the most? I just have yeah. the deep love for that just heavy shit, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's all, yeah. It always comes back around. <laughs> it really does. It, it just comes back to like the soothing quality of it. It's A lot of it's really, really well recorded. It's just amazing to listen to. Yeah. What makes it so soothing? Ah... Uh, I don't know. I like a lot of things going on at once, you know, mm-hmm. like at least me personally. So like, you know, 16th notes, like going super, super fast yeah. at like, you know, 230 or some shit like that. Some good beefy tones, like yeah. crunchy, <laughs> rough around the edges, because that's like kind of how it's like life's kind of rough around the edges. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. put some, put a little gain on it, you know. Put some gain on it, yeah. Like put up, put up the bass. Yeah. Make it go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make it like feel it in your chest. Love that feeling. It's good. That's it just it lets it's so incredible. much out. Heavy stuff is just the best. <laughs> it really is. And what is your favorite subgenre of metal? Prog metal. Yeah. Prog. Sure. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I'd definitely say prog metal or yeah. tech death. Yeah, tech death. Uh, prog, like OG metalcore, like, you know, kill yeah. switching gauge. Ooh, yeah. Uh, really dying, yeah. fucking. Like that era of all stuff, that all that remains, yeah. Trivium, trivium. Oh I, my! I think that was like the prime of metalcore was yeah, like that, absolutely. like wave of it. Because now when you li- when I listen to metalcore now, I'm just like it doesn't have that intensity. It doesn't have that yeah. like it, chunkiness it, to it. Yeah, it lost the thrashiness the of it. Honestly. <laughs> Where's the beat? Yeah, it lost the it lost the thrash to it because I feel like. Back then, that wave was mm-hmm. a very good balance of like new core and then the original metal sound. Whereas yeah. now, metal core sounds kind of like it's getting like a indie kind of sound. Because it kind of has like because it kind of has like that indie like when they're screaming and like they're strumming and yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, see, this doesn't this doesn't sound like the metal. And I'm like like bring me back like Miss May I Relentless Chaos. Oh, yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what I want. Now the best example of that I can give is uh, North Lane's new album. Like dead ass. Sounds like Call of Duty lobby music. <laughs> Stand it. It sounds like really like low tune, like Linkin Park at times. So yeah, like, there's some good spots on there. Yeah, now, like there's some nice juicy riffs on there, but like the overall structure of the song and how it sounds, it's just like I really love, uh, you know, their earlier sounds. They're yeah. a little more yeah. riffy. Yeah, old Northland is some of my favorite. Oh yeah, stuff. 
<laughs> and I heard y'all brought up, of course, y'all talked about Lamb of God being one of your favorites, and then you brought up Trivium. So, Lamb of God, Trivium, and Megadeth are coming to Raleigh. Yeah. Are y'all going to go to that show? For sure. <laughs> Isn't In Flames on that one, too? Yeah. I think so. Like, that's just a fat Chris show. Chris Roderick <laughs> on guitar, yeah. man. That's going to be sick. Insane. Yeah. Definitely going to be there. I'm super excited for that. And then Kill Switch Engage, we talked about Kill Switch Engage. They're coming to the Ritz nice. soon. Oh, I'm going to be broke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I'm going to be broke. I just bought wow. pit tickets for Parkway Drive. Oh, man. Dude, I'm oh. telling you, we need to go to that. Parkway Drive is lit. Yeah. Got, yeah. Gotta go. Who's on that again? It's Parkway Drive, Hate Breed, Knock Loose, and Fit for King. Yeah, yeah, that's. Hey, a, we can see yeah. Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. So, with since we're talking about like the evolution of like metalcore and stuff, and there's a bunch of bands that switch their traditional sound to a more, for lack of a better term, like mainstream sound in a way. So, what are y'all's opinions on that of a band switching their sound that broad? Sell out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Whatever sales. No, nah, they can they can do you it suck. like as long as you want, actually man. if that's really what you want to do and yeah. that's the route you want to take. Yeah. Like that's fine. Like just be authentic you know? about it, you know. Don't like do it because like Somebody that's what you, you think that's what you think everybody wants to hear. Yeah. yeah. Like be honest about the music you're making. Yeah. If you want to make super radio friendly stuff, you really want to then Nobody like, can dude, that's cool. You, Who I am I to tell you otherwise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I kind of have, like, the same feeling for it where it's, like, if that's what you really want to do, then that's cool. And I've seen, like, some like some bands that talk about, oh, well, we want to broaden out to, like, get more fans and stuff. And I feel like at the same time, they're kind of alienating their older fans because it doesn't have that same feel to it yeah. Yeah. in a way. And I'm not going to name call any bands because <laughs> I, I'm not putting anybody on blast. But anyways. I feel like you can reach some of those, that broader audience through like covers and things yeah. like that. And I think with yeah, bands. you got to bring them into it. Yeah. You know? I think that's right. Because I, I think with bands that do that, it's okay, if you really like them, then you can listen to their older stuff. And then if you really like that, then you could find other bands that way. So I think it's a really good like rabbit trail. Mm-hmm. in a way with some bands and i think one of like one of the bands that i'm super proud of is knock loose because yeah, it's yeah. they went from just being like a regular band and now they're getting like these like arena yeah. shows yeah, and it's <laughs> some huge shows Fat i shows. saw that tour <laughs> oh yeah large. It, it's crazy and i think it's super cool because it will show people and introduce people to like that style of music yeah and then stuff in general. yeah and then maybe get into their local scenes Hopefully. We're going to have an uprising. Metal yes. rise. <laughs> <laughs> uprising. We're going to take over the world again. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it's going to be. It's going back. Hey, y'all remember what it was like in 1987? Nah, but I hear it was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so, so bringing up that fact, I know before we came on the podcast, I was telling you about WKNC and the history of it. So with that type of metal back in the 80s being mainstream, and I guess, or being more popular, and now it's primarily underground. Would you rather metal today stay underground, or would you want it to be at the length that it was back then? I don't want people wearing Metallica shirts if you can't name me like seven or eight songs, but I want metal yeah. to be as popular as possible. Yeah, I'll say I that. Just want, <laughs> I just want metal to get the respect it deserves, you know, because there's a lot of really, really great and talented musicians in that in every genre of metal. And just like yeah. the certain like kind of tricks and techniques that you use in heavy music should be acceptable to throw in like a pop song. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Like 
if somebody wants to scream in a pop song and it's still on the radio, you can't be like, oh, we don't do that on the radio. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like that whole, like, oh, this is some kind of weird, strange, heavy, out there music. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, still this music. is music it's just for like, weird people. It's like you we can can't throw, play you can this throw like a jazz part in, nobody bats an eye, but like you want to throw like a blast beat in, people are like, was that metal? Oh honestly, <laughs> if Ariana Grande made a song and she had a song with blast beats and double bass, yeah. I would honestly Dude, if it was good, love that. I'd be down with it. Like some, I would love that. Like, like, like having her high pitch, like, ah, like with like a blast beat in yes. the in the back. That would be so. That'd be pretty sick. Can we get her to feature on a Dragon Force song? Yeah. Like, okay, that, that, that would be cool. That would mix. So or well. would go up. if she did like uh, a song with like Flesh God Apocalypse because yeah, they have the opera well. singer. Yeah. That would actually Yo, be wild. Yo, that would be awesome. Dude, I, I'm gonna that's tweet what we her. need to promote. Like, yeah, we need to promote like, that kind of genre blending. Yeah. Do it, you know? Because yeah, you don't really see that blend in pop, and not really like in countries. But I can see a lot of metal being influenced into the rap scene. Yeah, yeah. and that was actually really shocking to me when I started to notice that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't know when that started though. Like, I, I remember like X made a song and it had the Slipknot beat to it. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Yo, Erica, you would really like this song because it has like a really heavy intro." And I'm like, "Dude, that Slipknot. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Like, what the heck?" And then, you know, you have you have bands or like artists like Suicide Boys yeah. that you know they're called horrorcore <laughs> in a yeah. way, and then they like had. Travis Barker Baker. Yeah, I, I Travis don't. Barker. I don't know how to say his last name. I get him confused. <laughs> but he he played the drums on it, and I thought yeah. that was really cool that you have metal artists working with rap artists. So would you say you like that? I am all for any kind of musical endeavor. Yeah, I don't really give a shit what it is. I don't even care yeah. if I like it. You know, it's yeah. Like, if it exists, I want it to be there. Yeah, it's helping like. It's helping somebody somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's, it if could, it's not doing something for me. Because it's helping people, like, get into metal in a way. It's like, oh, I yeah. really like how intense this is. And then yeah. it's like, oh, well, they're they're touring with this. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, the crossovers are definitely always cool. Because it's like, now the next time they hear a metal song, they might be like, well, I heard 10 seconds or 30 seconds of that in another song that I know. So now I'm going to like this metal song that I'm hearing now a little bit more. Because I've been, like, you know, I pre mm-hmm. for this metal sound. So it does help, like, get you know, new listeners for metal and rap in that case, or, you know, whatever you're doing, or, like, country and rap, they do that, too, you know, you're just getting, yeah. you know, whatever crossover. When, it, when cool. they had, like, it's Nelly and Florida Georgia Line doing a song, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> this is so I saw, weird. Not a fan, but I'm glad it's there. Yeah, I'm glad it's there. <laughs> I was at a taco shop the other day, and I saw a video, it was, like, Pitbull and Blake Shelton. Oh, And it was, it was wow. really interesting. They got Mr. 305 on there. Yeah. It oh, was awesome. Shit. It was awesome. Mr. Worldwide. He is worldwide. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, he's totally worldwide. Worldwide. So what would be, like, what rap artist and what metal band would you want to do a crossover? Mm. I would say... Oh, man. I'd say... Um, Maybe like Nas and Whitechapel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that'd be interesting. Uh, See, old Scott, town, Scott uh, old town road. No, nah, yeah. hold up, hold up. <laughs> Scott only likes old. I'm trying old to. No, road. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if if this guy's name is right. Andre three thousand. Oh yes. snap! Uh, him and Necrophagist. 
Oh, I would, I would that would be so like, yeah. That'd be sick. Dude. <laughs> that would be great. I'd man. have to know what that sounds like. That would be. That would be, be great. Or like, maybe like Kendrick Lamar and Meshuga. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be really good. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I would want like, like Archspire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd want like Young Dolph and like, uh, let's see, who would be good with Young Dolph? Probably Young Dolph and Whitechapel. I think that would be a pretty oh, yeah. sick. <laughs> just like have like Phil doing his gutturals and then Young Dolph just up there like yes. rapping. That would go well. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we got to keep it local. So I'm going to do um, Between the Bear to Me and the Baby. Nice. There you go. Oh, that would be slap. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be so cool. I would be tired. So, why do you think there's not a lot of more bands doing crossovers? Fear. Yeah. Do you think it's fear because they don't want to be like change their sound and then people say that like oh they they like they lost their genre or whatever? I think it's more or less like the fear of experimenting musically. You know, yeah, or like, like yeah. leave that box, they're like, oh, is somebody going to say, yeah, like, is somebody going to say like, something to me that I'm yeah. doing this thing a little bit differently like, than how everybody else did it? I feel like a lot of like bands that, I don't know, like a lot of bands just have like an identity and like that's awesome. And they're like, oh, well, if we kind of change something up a little bit, then we're going to lose that. And we don't know what we're doing anymore, mm-hmm. that, you know, but like if you just step out like a little bit. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, and if you look, yeah. bands that step outside that box a little bit or a lot of bit make it oh yeah. <laughs> yeah and i feel like bands have to evolve at some point yeah because you know they change they're not in that same lifestyle they're not in that same like rut that they were in it's their emotions change their moods change and one of my examples that i like to use for this is people are getting tired of us talking about white chapel but i'm yeah, the saw dude, my, my my name white comes chapel. from them so that's okay but how you listen to like their first few records and it's just like brutal it's heavy and then they evolved their sound to now with their newest record a lot of people didn't really like it but they evolved their sound where they did cleans and they did all like mm-hmm. these melodies and stuff but they still kept their core it's it's of deathcore metal at the end of the day like, oh yeah and like that, I think that's what's important to me. Like, you know, you can do whatever with, you know, like if you're a metal band, like still make it very well known that you play metal. Like that mm-hmm. is what you're about. But if you want to throw in like, you know, clean vocals or like, you know, what we we're talking about earlier, a jazz section or, you know, a big band, you know, something like that. Like that's perfectly okay. Even if you want to do a whole record of that, but still make it known like that's like what your vibe is about. Yeah. Very honest, you know. So how do you guys feel about genres? Do you think genres are necessary? Because there's a lot of subgenres in metal, and I get so so confused on what bands like hardcore and what's yeah. not. Uh, I feel like it's mm-hmm. more so just like bands make the music, and then it's like listeners. It's a product wanna, of the people. Yeah, listeners, yeah. listeners want to be able to describe it and like categorize it, but then like it becomes just like confusing because it's like, well, I don't know, because really half of this song is a whole different genre than the other half or yeah. something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. I think, like, so, broad, yeah, broad genres, genres are fine, very like, useful. metal, and, like, you <laughs> know, you got thrash metal, death metal, like, those yeah. are two very different yeah. sounding yeah. It's pretty easy styles with that, of that shit. Kind of stuff. But, you know, like, I, I, like, you know, let's take, for example, like, you know, metalcore, you got Asking Alexandria and, like, bands like As I Lay Dying. That shit confuses me. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. know where those two cross. Yeah. Kind of a thing. It's like just a different era of that. Yeah. Because I know some people explain it like, oh, it's like a different wave. And I'm like, okay, then what does that wave mean? <laughs> yeah. This gets confusing. It's like, so, it's I, like I get so confused. And they have yeah. like melodic hardcore and then all this other stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand what this means. Yeah. This is so confusing. It gets to be too much when it's like post melodic death grind. Yeah. Or something, or something, so something. Cool. Yeah, that's it's when like it you're a, to be a It's like you're a glam slam <laughs> technical death hair band. God. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be there for it. I'd be like, yeah. I wonder what that's. Oh, I mean, like. if somebody <laughs> describes to you as that, I'd be like, all right, that's a bunch of words that I like. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you can remember your description, sir. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's like at that point, I'd be like, that's eh, either slam or death metal. Pick one of the two. That's true. That's very interesting. I've always genres have always confused me mm-hmm. in a way. Though, they? they really are. I really like going down rabbit trails to be like, okay, why is this yeah. metalcore? Why why does this make this metalcore? What core? makes it core? What makes it core? And I've had so many people like just be like, okay, well, it derived. You have core because hardcore, and then metalcore mm-hmm. because it's like Metallica and stuff. So yeah. then it's that, and then deathcore is hardcore and death metal. And I'm like, yeah. this is confusing. Yeah. This is so confusing. But it's all metal at the end of the day. It's all metal, yeah, you, know? you know. That's that's what we love. So speaking of metal, we're going to talk about a little bit of shows and your favorite mosh pits. So what's your favorite type of pit? Oh, man. Circle pit. Circle pit. Circle pit. Oh, circle pit. Like yeah. the big ass circle pit. Some good tremolo you know? picking in a circle pit. God, oh, there's blast beats. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. Those are fun. Look, let's get them. <laughs> oh yeah, they just run around. Oh my Those god! Good. I went to one festival and there's a circle pit and it was around like three tenths of merch, and then people were running around with trash cans throwing them at everybody. Ah. And then my friend was like, "Erica, run the other way." So then I was like, "Okay." So I started ah. running the other way and I got knocked down, but that's fine. The wall of death is fun too. Oh, yeah, yeah, wall of death is fun. fun. <laughs> I like stage diving, surfing the crowd. Stage diving, that's fun. Yeah. Crowd surfing is fun. That counts. Yeah, crowd surfing is fun. Yeah, I'm always afraid to like to stage dive because I'm just like, I don't like people touching me. Mm -hmm. But then at that point, it's like, don't let me fall. So I I kind of have a hard balance of like, okay, do I want to do this? Yeah. Do I not? Man, I've actually got a really funny story about the first time I stage dived. Um, Please tell. To your guns with uh, the story so far. Respect. And rotting out was there too, and they were. Fucking insane! When they came on the bass, you know, turned up the volume, and I just got pushed like, <laughs> right up against. The, I was front row to begin with, but just like everybody, the pit opened, and I just got smushed against the damn stage. <laughs> but uh, stick to your guns was playing, and uh, you know, climbed up on the climbed up on stage, and I stage dived, and I fell. I got dropped. Elbow landed on a shot glass. Ooh! Shattered. It was horrible. Dewey Finn style. Oh, Dewey Finn style, absolutely. <laughs> but it was great though, because like that—that's when I started to notice like, a how blast. great you know the scene is, like you know metal and like you know hardcore and all that kind of shit. It's like everybody stopped, picked me up, was like, "You good? You good, bro? You good?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." And we just went right back to oh, it. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. It's like, like cool. it's like a big brotherhood at shows yeah. where it's you know everyone's welcome. You can talk. You like you can just go up to talk to somebody. You can be like, "Yo, I like your shirt," and yeah. then you'll end up like having like a 15 minute conversation with somebody. Yeah. And I remember I saw videos of my friend who saw Travis Scott, mm-hmm. and they had a mosh pit, and they thought they would send it to me because I'd be impressed. And I was like, bro, there's people on the ground, and y'all just running on them. That's not moshing etiquette. Yeah, man. Don't do that. That's fucked up, man. 
I was like, just pick them up before you start running again. Sure. <laughs> that's what I, I. That's what I love about like the scene in the community of metal, just because it's always been something that was very welcoming to me. And it was out of all like the music I listened to, out of all the shows I've been to, metal was always the one that felt like home. Yeah. yeah. In a way. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> and you know, the metal scene brought us together. Yeah. True. The homies. Very true. So that's sick. So, do you guys have any new, like, any shows coming up soon? We've uh, got um, tour in March. Yeah. Ooh. Got a tour that's the big one. That's the that's the big with, thing going on. With right Animorph. Ooh, talk about that. How long is that tour? It's from March 6th to March 15th, and we're basically going up the East Coast to like Brooklyn and then coming back down. So. And Animorph is coming. They're out of Raleigh, too. Another instrumental kind of proggy band. They're really cool guys. Make some good sounds. That's awesome. And we're going to be dropping our EP, like, right before that. It's going to be a four-track EP with some new sauce for everybody. Well, be sure to send it to your girl. Of course. And we will invade the airwaves with it. Yes. Absolutely. So what is Primordial's Tide social media so people can contact and follow along? Facebook is just Primordial Tides, yeah. and then Instagram's Primordial Tides. Yeah. No spaces or anything, just Primordial Tides. We're the only Primordial. Short, tides. simple, and sweet. Yes. Yeah. Follow us on Spotify. Yes, yeah. we're on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Music, MySpace. Whatever you listen to. We're on YouTube, some live stuff. Heck yeah. yeah. Google Play. EP is coming. EP is definitely coming. What is the title of the EP? I <laughs> don't know yet. Oh, oh. That's a good one. That's a good question. Though no, it's a it's, secret it's, right it's now. It's a secret. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, sorry about your yeah. crew. We ain't going to get that information no, from them today. Soon. Coming soon. Very Coming soon. soon. Well, Very y'all be on the lookout for that. Make sure to follow their social medias to keep in follow with them. They'll be on tour. You can go see them on tour. You can go buy the EP so you can jam out to it. And thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for having us. That's awesome. So how was the hot seat? Do I need to, like, tighten some screws? Do I need to make it hotter? It was good. It was was comfortable. Uh, (laughs) Comfortable. A little cold, actually. Pretty toasty. (laughs) A little toasty. (laughs) A little chilly. I'll make sure to crank that up a little bit more. You'll be on fire next time. Oh, God. That's what I'm about. (laughs) And then maybe if y'all want to, after the tour, y'all come in, talk about tour. That'd be sick. I'd make sure the bolts are more tied for your chair right there i'll make sure you're on fire before you leave (laughs) oh yeah i'll make sure no one leaves the butcher shop and they not in pain that's just how it goes well again thank you guys so much for coming in and butcher crew be sure to check out primordial tides on spotify apple google play facebook twitter uh instagram i knew i was forgetting one club penguin all right we got webkins Webkins, you know That'll be sick. Make sure you can follow them. Get their EP when it comes out. Make sure you check them out on tour. They're sick live. I can attest to that. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you next time.